3: Join News, we are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Welcome to Join News Prime with me, Samuel Kojo brez least stories this are fears of another shutdown of the Colibu renal Unit as the facility piles up another 2 million city debt. A similar situation which forced it to shut down last year for close to four months. Also, shake up in government looms as Governor Akufuado is set to announce ministerial reshuffle. And John Mahama proposes new legislation to halt activities of illegal mining on cocoa farms, promising involvement of traditional authorities in granting permits to miners. And campaign team for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia takes on NDC for attempting to create acrimony in the MPP, insisting at no point as Dr. Mahmoud Baumia rebelled against his boss.
2: The NDC attempts to create. A wedge between President Akubad and Vice President Baumia by saying that Baumia has deserted Akufado, Baumia has ostracized Akufado, Baumia has betrayed Akufado, Baumia has
3: taken himself out. They are all lies. At 8 p.m., I'll hand over to Emma Davis to bring you Prime Business.
4: And trade analyst Michael Yamsen is worried that the importation restriction bill will affect relations with international partners.
5: cannot take these actions purely on on whims and campuses. There has to be a deeper conversation about what will work
6: and how it will work in the best interest of Ghana. We also
3: bring you Prime Sports at 8.30. This is the home of independent pilots. Incredible journalism. Thanks for choosing us. Please stay. We'll be back with details.
1: Join News Prime Headlines was brought to you by Don't Take Risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked
7: out Malaya one time.
4: Summer spices. Yes, I can.
3: In the coming days, President Akufu is expected to announce a major shake-up in his government to reflect the vision of the party's flag bearer, Dr. Mohamedou Balmya. John us is learning. A meeting was held today at the Jubilee House to finalize the names that are expected to be reshuffled. The move comes amidst public demands, even from his party, to make changes in his ministerial appointment. Here is the General Secretary of the party, Justin Kudia, a few months ago.
2: My last question goes to the appointees of this government.
8: if you are a CEO, deputy, 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 deputy. NMC, and you believe you mm. can no longer work for government,
9: right yeah. resign and let others do the work if you are not included in the reshuffle.
2: So, we're a minister, we're CEO, we're deputy, we're or MMDC. Now, we <inaudible> Now I'll trans now Shenoa Bra, Fredumano atua, member parties no. It is time for
8: a change for others to continue the work. If new people come and work, we will have victory in twenty
4: twenty
2: four selection.
3: But former Minority Leader Haruna Idrisu says, any reshuffle signals a president who is bound to pressure from the party?
10: If Akufuado ever reshuffles, then probably he's yielding to pressure from his party because he himself has always said that he doesn't believe in reshuffle. But at least everywhere in the world, you add new impetus and new blood to government. And you make ministers too comfortable if you leave them at particular positions for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. I'm always for that. I mean, I, I'll i tell you that I, I worked at the Ministry of Trade, Ministry of Communication. My finest hour in public uh, service was my work at the Ministry of Employment and uh, Labor, Labor Relations. Labor Relations. Yeah. I'm writing my memoir. I'll share it with you. Mm-hmm. It's titled Shadow in Darkness. And one of the things I've captured in the memoir was a visit to Kalebu Ebu and a merchantman looked at my face and said, at that time, poor conditions of service. So I went to the merchantman and the merchantman said, you, Haruna, Ebola body I carry, AIDS body I carry, look at my pay. <laughs> that was a polite way of sharing with me that he was going through poor mm-hmm. conditions of service. Mm-hmm. Where did lesson to learn? Very polite. He was simply saying that, look at my pay, look at my conditions of service. That informed my decision supported by President Mahama at the time to give health workers in this country their first ever qualified conditions of service. It happened under NDC and I'm proud of that record.
3: Insiders indicate that the forthcoming reshuffle will be extensive and it was tactfully postponed to accommodate the completion of the New Patriotic party's presidential and parliamentary primaries presidential correspondent Elton Broby has details on this. Elton, tell us about this meeting.
7: So, we know that there was a meeting this morning at the Jubilee House, and the meeting touched on the upcoming ministerial reshuffle, and we also do know that there was consensus as to where to go and when they should come, and we understand from people who are close to the president that there could be a statement or a press release from the office of the president uh, this weekend or sunday announcing mm. what they want to describe as a major reshuffle that will not only touch the ministers but maybe extend it to the leaders of parliament and of course those who are serving as chief executive officers of some state-owned enterprises so this is what we are picking and we are just in waiting for that, that official communication from the presidency mm. uh,
3: do we know the areas that are to be affected by this reshuffle
7: so, by what we have been told this morning, yeah, we, look, we, look, we should be expecting some changes in ministers, cabinet ministers. Uh, we should also expect some changes in the majority leadership in parliament, the front bench, and then some people who are also serving as chief executive officers for state-owned enterprises. Now, for the, for example, I mean, we do understand that the vice president, who is the MPPs. Uh, flag bearer is most likely to announce his campaign team on Monday. And we are told that the uh, Minister for Local Government and Rural Development Boche, is likely to be named as a campaign manager. He is a substantive minister, and that uh, clearly an indication that somebody will have to take over as the Minister for Local Government and Rural Development. The Foreign Affairs Minister is unclear whether she will continue to hold to that office as Minister of Foreign Affairs and so continue to campaign for his election as General Secretary of the Commonwealth Organization. If there is a need for somebody to give full attention to the ministry, we are told that uh, somebody will take over from that ministry. And that 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 the name we are hearing uh, potentially will affect the majority leadership in Parliament. There are also people who uh, will who, who also be named as campaign team of the vice president. They are already serving in government. They have to give way there are those who contested and won. The parliamentary primaries—they are serving as chief executives of state or other The—the—the claim is that they should focus on their parliamentary ambition. Overall, this, from what we are told, is about me inspired Safo. They need people who dedicate their attention to the last few months okay. of the Kufuwa administration okay. to show that there is no, you know, divided attention in terms okay. of executing to the government mandate ahead of the 2024 elections.
3: Elton, thank you for that info- information. Now, um, still staying with the governing party, the campaign team of the MPP flag bearer has strongly rejected claims of betrayal by Dr. Mahmoud Baumia towards President Akuffo. According to communications director for the team, Nana Komia, the NDC's effort to pit uh, or put uh, uh, Balmia against the uh, president. Uh, futile as Balmia remains aligned with the current government's achievements and challenges. These remarks respond to the NDC's assertion that Balmia's betrayal of Akofwado came in his uh, recent public lecture revealing his vision for the country if elected.
2: Why, why this? You know, even before Balmia became flag bearer, you see, this is something that you have to take. Even before he became flag bearer, that then. 10 people who com- competed for the ndc flag bearership. did you hear the ndc talk about any of them <laughs> you know there are 10 of them yeah. did you hear the ndc talk about any of the 10 apart from baumia why are
7: they particular about him
2: so that shows you that there's already a fear you think he's the he's the or something well, absolutely otherwise why would they be spending their resources out of 10 why would you be spending your resources attacking and undermining one Why would you do that? When you have a football team and all the defenders are attacking one person, then you know that they know that he's a danger man. Exactly.
11: So what next? What should we expect? He has said
2: the ball rolling. What you expect is that after all this propaganda dies down, the ideas will come up. Hmm? These things, they are just... uh, um, uh, What do you call it? There's a term for it. not very... um, Red herring, that's what I was doing. These are all red herring. They will die off. And the, the core of the man's presentation, the vision, will come up. And we want the NDC to compete on the ideas. If they're going to compete on this red herring, we will tell them that your man has been president. Satan Mahama said he wasn't going to make any promises anymore. And then he said that there's no money. People should give him a honeymoon. But he's promising to pay... Assembly is promising to buy chicken for people to wear and sell the eggs. He's making all kinds of either. It's going to get more interest.:
11: <laughs> Should we be expecting more promises from your end?:
2: Promises in terms of ideas to transform. Baumia has said at a speech that we've got a lot of social policies: Health insurance, leave, free education, blah blah it's time to consolidate review and consolidate but focus now on growth that's what he has said and you're going to see a lot of pro-growth policies
11: what message do you have for Ghanaians from the
9: Baumia camp the lecture and what we should expect going forward
2: my my message is that the ndc attempts to create a wedge between President Akuwado and Vice-President Baumia by saying that Baumia has deserted Akufwado, Baumia has ostracized Akufwado, Baomiya has betrayed Akufwado, Baomiya has taken himself out. They are all lies. Huh? Baumia has never said anywhere that he's not part of the government. Indeed, you just have to look at his speech. The first one and a half, which is the peak listening period, was on the, on the, the, the work of the government. It will not wash. The call will come out after the propaganda dies down, and it will be a contest of ideas. And in that contest, John Mama cannot win.
3: Hospital <laughs> says it will continue to charge the current fees for dialysis services despite a deficit of 400 cities in each section. This has already piled, uh, built up to a debt of 2 million cities in the past three months. Director of Medical Services at the hospital, Dr. Usu Setchra, says Parliament would have to approve any increment before it can be implemented. This comes after the chief executive of the hospital reviewed it accumulated 2 million city debt just three months after the government settled a debt of 4 million cities. We'll hear from the medical director shortly, but first here is a report by my colleague Prince Kuruga of our health desk.
9: Very common emotions last year as a renal unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital was shut down due to an accumulation of debt in excess of 4 million Ghana cities. We are now engaged
12: with government, with the ministry, with other stakeholders to see how quickly we can you know, find the resources to advance. Because at the moment we are sitting in a 4 million uh, city hole. If we are to operate at uh, our uh, current capacity, which is about 2,000 dialysis sessions every month, then it means that we are going to accumulate about 961,000 CDs of debt every month, Uh, you know, in addition to the 4 million CDs that we have already. So this is financially unsustainable.
9: The hospital was forced to reverse an increment in its dialysis charges imposed last year without recourse to parliament. The patients said the high cost of treatment makes it difficult for them to follow the
2: prescribed sessions. You are becoming a burden to the society. You pick a phone, you pick a phone, you want to call your friend. He knows you are coming to ask for money, so you will not even pick. Wow. You pick a phone, maybe you want even to say hello, maybe there's an information you are trying to ask him. He will not even answer it. Later on, you call back and say, oh, tell I saw your call now, this I'm will. It's not true. Because he knows you are coming to ask money. And it's true. When you call the president it's money.
9: This prompted series of conversations, including joining this thought leadership event on the matter, where the presidential advisor on health promised
11: the debt will be cleared. We are waiting for what they are supposed to bring and then to be worked on as quickly as possible. Yes. The money is provided is supposed to be provided by our Minister of Finance, isn't it? Yes. 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 Okay. So the Tampuma has to put everything that he is doing that he's been asked to do as quickly as possible in place. If I were him, I would use 24 hours to put everything in place You've and present presented. it. Please. Yeah, so they You've present it. You've already presented And Don't uh, no,
6: you free, free, free to talk because yeah, this is I've, this told, I've
11: told him what to do. Yeah. And then quickly, I'm sure I know what normally scientists are very dear to the heart of the authorities. And it will be done. Could that happened in November
9: 2023. And in just three months, about half of that debt has been accumulated again chief executive of the hospital says delays in approving new rates is seriously impacting its ability to continue
12: providing dialysis treatment. We are grateful that the government has paid that um, uh, 4 million cities debt but then what you should remember is that we were asked to reopen. Now uh, when we reopened the outpatient unit you should know that the fees are still not being adjusted. So from uh, I mean for some time now, every patient that we dialyze, we are under recovering, by as much as almost 400 cities. So as we speak today, all the patients that are on dialysis today. Every session that we have, we are under recovering in terms of the course. So we are still building a depth. You see, what you need to do is multiply the number of sessions you've done by 400, and then you, that will give you that will give you the under recovery. That's for you. That is a in the view. I've been seeing a million, I'm sure by now to be a bit over two million. For now, the unit relies on the benevolence of individuals
9: and organisations to help keep the facility running. One of such donors is the Josbond Group of Companies, which donated 500,000 CDs towards the treatment
3: of patients there yesterday. Let's now listen to the medical director of the hospital, Dr. Owusu Chirwa, in an interview with my colleague MFR Pau on the media news
6: earlier this afternoon. That uh, when you have your own money to do things, you can call the shots. If you don't have money, and you still need to offer the service uh, by going into contracts, then some of these things will come up. Mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of discussion have gone on with regards to that contract bid, and I believe um, we can go in and out, and it's still not going to change the fact that there's a bill of three hundred and eighty cities. Uh, each session of dialysis that needs to be looked at. Until the contract runs out or until we buy ourselves out of it, which we have looked at, we don't think it is in our interest because of the uh, cost implication. But, we but where, are we? where are we, Dr. doctors? Where S- mm-hmm. to, to be able to uh, uh, at least continue to offer services uh, without interruption.
13: Okay. And I know you were pushing for parliamentary approval of new fees and charges. Where are we yes. with that push?
6: Um, we have made a case uh, to Parliament... I know they also have to go through their own uh, systems and then processes to be able to approve of it. I think um, if there is any pressure that could be brought to bear, it could be directed at Parliament so that we uh, look at the uh, the cost realistically, and more importantly, to also look at alternative ways of uh, funding Dali
3: stories another strike action looms on the labor front as the university teachers association of ghana vote to take a final decision on whether to lay down tools in demand for better conditions of service both UTAG and the technical university teachers association of ghana having two separate petitions to government late last year called for an upward adjustment of the allowance
13: simply starting is what matters most That's why with Peloton Bikes, you get thousands of classes so you can find the one that will get you going.
3: My name
11: is
14: Cody Rigsby. Welcome to your low-impact rides.
13: With instructors that take the guesswork out of working out.
14: I'm here for you every step of the way.
13: And Peloton Entertainment, so you can watch your favorite shows and live sports as you ride. Get started with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply.
3: UTAC has since triggered a voting process on all campuses across the country to take a decision on where, when to proceed on strike. We'll, we'll get to know the outcome of the voting shortly. But first, let's international president of UTAC, Professor Mamudu Akudugu, on what their demands are.
5: It was all about the slow pace of our negotiations, about our of service. But um, the national executive council of UTAC met, I think, uh, last week and took a decision. To trigger the process as our constitution for a strike action. And so that occasioned the need for branches to vote. Mm. What exactly are the demands? Oh, you know, we submitted our proposals for a comprehensive conditions of service. And so there are a number of items that are contained in those proposals. Uh, we have what we call the payroll items which are supposed to come from the government of Ghana. We have the non-payroll items which are supposed to be paid from the university's internally generated funds. And we also have what we call the non-monetary items. And so these items constitute the conditions of service that uh, we submitted proposals to our employer for consideration. And these uh, conditions of service are for both new tax and then two tax. And so we've been engaging on this uh, over the last uh, one year. You know, anybody at the end of the month when you take your pace leave the number of items uh, your physic salary, your uh, any allowances that uh are due you, uh those are the items
2: but that, that you that the, the the escuchas. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Uh,
6: the usual four coupon vehicle allowances and
5: all yes, of that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Vehicle allowances, well, maintenance, security, and those, those items. Yeah. So those are the payroll items. Those items that appear on your payroll at the end of the month when you take your, your salary.
3: Professor Mamudu Akudugu has joined us via Zoom for more on this. Uh, Grateful for joining us. Uh, What did your various chapters agree on from the voting process?
5: Uh, Good evening to you and uh, to your viewers and uh, listeners. Yeah, we, as reported, we we triggered the process for the declaration or otherwise of an industrial action. Mm. and there was the deadline for all branches to vote, and voting has uh, been completed. The Independent Elections Committee of the National Executive Council of Utah is currently compiling the results across the branches uh, for uh, the National Executive Council to consider uh, what should happen next. Mm.
3: So you haven't had some of the results to to understand where it's going?
5: Um... Yes, uh, what 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 we are getting is not uh, from official sources yet. Okay. So I want okay, wait, yeah, until the mm. official source.
3: Yeah. What will be the next
5: line of action? Um, let me say that we've made some significant progress since uh, the process was triggered for the voting across the campuses to determine whether the National Executive Council should uh, declare a strike or not. Mm -hmm. The Minister of Education, the Honourable Minister of Education, um, the Honourable Deputy Minister of Finance, the Honourable Deputy Minister for uh, Employment and Labor Relations have intervened, and we've had some fruitful engagements um, since Monday. And uh, we we, we have made some significant progress. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the next line of action will be uh for NEC to review the progress made especially this week and to determine that given this progress made uh, what uh, should be done but um, so that is where we are mm. uh, we will hold a mm. meeting uh, shortly to to take a final decision mm. uh, given the progress made but but
3: this progress was made before the election was uh, i mean the voting process uh, begun today, isn't it? So what if the general membership decide that let's go on
5: strike, w- w- what would you do? There was uh, the information that they voted for uh, was on the slow pace of the negotiations and the need to get to conclude it for implementation as soon as practicable. Mm. And so that was uh, what was voted on and so if after uh, the the vote and the processes uh, what we are asking to be done is done uh, i think general members understand that what we want is improved conditions of service and not necessarily about going on strike okay uh, we love our job we want to continue to keep the students in the lecture theaters we want to maintain the academic calendar and all that uh we need to do to be able to continue to push the transformation again of mm-hmm. the country mm-hmm. and so we are committed to that process and once government shows commitment to meeting our demands uh general members i'm sure uh will 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 uh will at least agree with us as a national executive council if the decision is made that progress has been made and so uh we should uh, do otherwise all right grateful prof for joining us yeah Uh, Still on the Labour front. Organised Labour says its
3: fight against the imposition of value-added tax on electricity is far from over. The group today announced that it was suspending its planned street protest after receiving an official letter from the Ministry of Finance informing Labour unions of government's intention to suspend the policy pending further engagements. Although Labour unions say they are calling off their planned industrial action, union leaders say they will be turning the heat On parliament to review any legislation that gives backing to the imposition of vat on electricity in a
9: sharp departure from its planned protest against government's imposition of a 15 percent value added tax on electricity consumption above lifeline levels the trades union congress says it will put on hold the industrial action dr yalba a secretary general of the group
15: 2024 to withdraw the letter and warn the authorities that if by that time, the Minister for Finance has not given the directive to ECG and NERSCO to stop the implementation of VAT on residential customers, we will advise ourselves. On the 2nd of February, 2024, the leadership of organized labor met here, and we resolved that there will be a nationwide demonstration on the 13th of February, 2024. On the 7th of February, 2024, government announced the suspension of the implementation of VAT on electricity consumption by residential customers. The leadership of organized labor has received a formal letter from the Ministry of Finance informing us of the new directive to ECG and Netco. We would therefore like to inform our members that the planned demonstration, scheduled for 13 February 2024, has been suspended until further notice. We thank all our members for the support, the solidarity and the unity that we have exhibited at the Labour Front.
9: But organised labour has an additional message, that the fight is far from over. Union leaders say they will soon turn the heat on Parliament to review any legislation giving legal backing to the formulation of any policy that will allow the implementation of
12: value-added tax on electricity. That law must be repealed. And parliamentarians might hear us that it's a very bad law. It must be repealed. Some say you should have used the demonstration to make that
9: statement.
12: Well demonstrations was to stop the implementation of the directive and we have achieved that objective now we have to make sure that no other government comes and goes back to it and how do we do that by making sure that the law is repealed and it's a very bad law and the parliamentarians have to answer to us why do you pass such a bad
2: law that's the next thing we're going to get so our call off is also a suspension So we're asking for a withdrawal. Yeah, we're asking for a withdrawal, but we realize that there is also a legal aspect to it. You know, it's a law, it was passed in 2013. So we now have to go back to Parliament for the repeal of that law. That is where we realize that there were legal aspects of the whole issue.
1: All that we wanted was stoppage of the implementation of such a VAT on the usage of electricity in our homes. And I think we've achieved this. So far as the Ministry of Finance has communicated to ECG and NETCO and to us that it suspended the implementation pending further engagement. That pending further engagement, we are not interested in it. So far as it's suspended, we're also suspending our actions. If they resume the implementation in any way, we'll also resume our actions.
11: But but you is it that you're not
9: open it. to dialogue? It's not the, not. the Finance Ministry has always called you to dialogue.
1: Yes, we know the things that we can easily dialogue on. But so far as this issue is embedded in Act 870, which was enacted by Parliament, we have to target that uh, act and see how we can actually remove that aspect from the...
3: That's Esther So the journey's prime. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more to stay.
9: Ow. Let
13: me see. She's never had a toothache before. Hmm. There might be a cavity. Don't you use Pepsodent? We used to, but I'll try the new one. Ah, that's why. But doesn't every toothpaste give cavity protection? Not really.
4: Pepsodent's Cavity Fighter repairs tiny invisible holes to give ten times stronger teeth. Will you trust Pepsodent? Definitely. Pepsodent,
1: ten times stronger teeth.
4: Use Pepsodent's Cavity Fighter.
12: begun, shifting our focus to a new horizon, connecting us with the one purpose, to create and share opportunities to grow.
0: making a brighter tomorrow built by our dreams
12: and our energy across our continent across the world we are creating a better way to a better future a pan-african future together ecobank a better way a better africa
4: Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big!
5: Yes, that's true.
4: It can store a lot of water. That's
2: so true.
4: Wow, it has a working tortoise on it. hmm
12: that's
4: so true. I can see
12: S-I-N-T-E-S,
4: syntax.
12: That is so true, my daughter.
11: Hey okay, what's up? How far was your intention? To be honest, I'm so nervous about starting this new world on Monday.
4: Oh please, I know you'll be great at too. You should be worried about what benefits they have. Example, do they have health
11: insurance? I don't have that for instance. I'm not shaking. I have NHIS already.
4: I'm seeing some aligned
1: ting. No, Look at you! What are you going to do in the office when you can just download your app? You can just stop on any child membership. Yes, my people, you heard right. You can now
13: download and register your membership on my NHIS app. No long queues or tedious paperwork. All you need is your Ghana card to register for yourself and for others. Once you register, you get a new digital NHIS card on your phone. My NHIS app gives you access to credentialed health facilities and services across the country. NHIS covers over 95% of disease conditions in Ghana. Access to healthcare just got easier. Let me sign up quickly.
4: Me, Steph, I'm starting work next month.
11: I'm ready. This new year, GoTV is stepping
0: up your entertainment at no extra cost to you. <rill Major> if you're on GoTV Value, upgrade to GoTV Plus and watch GoTV Max already on GoTV Plus. Then upgrade to GoTV Max to enjoy GoTV Super. And if you're on GoTV Max,
11: upgrade to GoTV Super to enjoy the best of the best on GoTV Super Plus. Don't wait for the best sport, international entertainment and local shows. Step up today. It's on us. GoTV.
3: break Now, the National Democratic Congress has promised to probe the circumstances leading to the indebtedness of the produce buying company when the party is returned to power. According to the NDC flagger, John Domani Mahama, his previous government left the company in a profitable state, attributing the present condition to mismanagement. Addressing some members of the Cocoa Farmers Cooperatives in Kumase, he reviewed the willingness to prosecute persons found culpable by the investigations. Nana Aljima has more in the following report.
11: According to the former president, the produce buying company in 2016 had a 30% share in total cocoa purchase and haulage in the country. But the company is unable to fulfill its obligation in recent times. About six financial institutions were successful in securing a court order to prevent any sale or transfer of assets of PBC Limited, including its headquarters. The order was secured following the failure of PBC Limited to honor its debt obligation to the six banks. Mr. Mahama, who is saddened by the situation, compares the present state of the company to his term in government. In 2016
16: crop year, 2016-2017 crop year, the produce buying company, which has existed for God knows how many decades from Nkrumah's time, and has been one of the principal stakeholders in the cocoa industry. In 2016, PBC's share of cocoa purchases and haulage amounted to 30% of the total cocoa produced. Today, PBC's share is zero. And as I speak to you, the banks are auctioning PDC's assets because they owe the banks and they cannot pay. The workers of PBC have not been paid for about eight months to nine months, and it is not known when they would even receive their salary.
11: Meanwhile, the NDC flag bearer at a meeting with some cocoa farmers assured of willingness to conduct a full-scale investigations into the matter and prosecute persons culpable.
16: It is instructive to note that Two of the directors who have led PBC into the ditch could see that they had finished the company and so they were looking for new careers. So they went and stood as parliamentary candidates on MPP tickets. And God doesn't sleep. Happily, they lost. (laughs) Happily, they both lost. And we thank God that he made them lose. Because you cannot behave like this. Run a profitable company like this into the ditch and then now you want to bail out and go to parliament they have to stay and wait for accountability when we come we will probe what happened to pbc and hold them to account
11: for joining us jima reporting
3: well the minority in parliament say following investors should back off any potential takeover of airtel Tigo. Without the requisite parliamentary approval, the minority contends that any takeover of Etortigo with foreign investors will be an international agreement which must be subject to Parliament's oversight. Deputy Ranking Member on the Communications Committee, Samuel Nate George, says Communications Minister Osla Osu Ekofo must bring any such deal to sell Etortigo to Parliament immediately.
8: Well, we want to use this opportunity to serve notice to any foreign investor that they must be very careful of signing any deals. Because if they think that they are buying any asset that belongs to the Ghanaian people without the proper parliamentary approval, we can assure them that that agreement is going to be null and void in any court of law in any jurisdiction of this country. Because the constitution of Ghana is clear. If you go and buy stolen goods, you can't say that because you bought stolen goods from the brother of the owner of the goods, it validates it. If the laws of Ghana say that when you are buying a state asset and you are an international company, it must come to Parliament, and you decide to go and buy from a minister without coming to Parliament, well, buyer beware, because Parliament would hold the minister responsible, and I'm confident that the next John Mahama government in 2025 will not respect any such agreements, and so people must be very careful. But as a committee... And as the minority on the communication side, we'll properly brief the media next week on this matter. But we want to state for the record that as far as we are concerned, you cannot sell Etel Tigo. One, because you've not officially informed Parliament that you have bought Etel Tigo. Two, if you are selling Etel Tigo to an international company, it must come to this house. We saw President Kufor sell Vodafone. He came to this house. Slauso cannot become law unto herself Until so we de- Escuchas ese
2: rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva RAM 1500 Hecha para vivir RAM es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC
8: Expect and as a committee We would demand saying That she must respect the directive of Mr. Speaker And come and brief the committee On issues involving the status of Etel Tigo and any potential deal because we need to be very careful as a committee we are worried the minority side on the committee we are worried especially about what happens to the debt because Etel Tigo a tower company in Ghana almost to the tune of 200 million Ghana cities if you say you are not going to pay what happens to that tower company and if you bring in this new investor is the tower company supposed to continue offering services to the new investor what happens who pays it are they going to move that debt to the taxpayer, you and I, because somebody has mismanaged a private entity and government has gone to take on that? There are questions that have to be answered. And so, rest assured, there are all kinds of things we are hearing relative to that deal. It won't happen. Some
3: Jordan says Etta has some financial issues, including substantial debt, which makes it even imperative for Parliament to scrutinize any deal to sell it off.
8: Well, we all know that when it comes to international agreements, they must come before Parliament. Don't forget that we have raised issues on the floor of this House with the Minister for Communications and Digitalization, Esla Owusu Ekufo. First and foremost, if you remember my running battle with her on whether the Government of Ghana had bought Etel Tigo, how much they had bought Etel Tigo for, and... What all of that? When she came and said she had, the government had not bought it. Even at the time, Airtel had told its shareholders in India that they had sold Airtel Tigo. Subsequently, she came out and said she bought it for one dollar. Later, we are hearing twenty-five million dollars. Now, the question is: all of these have considerations for the debt of Airtel Tigo. I know that Airtel Tigo has debts on his books in excess of a hundred million dollars. So. If you are selling Airtel Tigo to, to somebody and the debt is in excess of $100 million, uh, what is the value of the assets? And then what is the value of the debt? Are you selling the company with the assets and the liabilities, or are you just selling the liabilities, the assets alone without the liabilities? Then who takes over the liabilities? Because those liabilities have to be settled. Airtel owes banks. They owe service providers like the tower companies. We have seen the announcement that says that some JV has been entered into. Don't forget that sometime in November last year, a member of the committee, I think the Honourable Lydia Lamisi, if I'm not mistaken, asked the question that brought Eslausu to the floor of the House to give answers on the issue of the transaction. And in contributing to that question, when I rose, I requested of the speaker that the minister ought to brief parliament on what the matter was. The the Speaker directed the Minister to brief the Committee of Parliament on Communications on the status of the deal. The Minister promised and pledged to do so. She has not done so yet. We have heard that there's this JV with Hanam or Hamam investments and all of that.
3: I'm still staying in Parliament. The Speaker of Parliament, Alvin sumana Bagbing, has charged the Electoral Commission to listen to the voice of the people and do what is right. He said the Electoral Commission will only have the backing of Parliament if they conduct their work in the right direction. The Speaker said this when he addressed the University of Development Studies Hamatan School in Tamale.
4: The UDS Samatan School, organized by the UDS Institute for Interdisciplinary Research, is a platform that brings together intellectuals and experts from diverse fields to deliberate on the issues of development of the country and provide solutions to these issues. This year's school brought together security and development aspects among others to deliberate on the theme, accountable governance, violent extremism, and the 2024 elections. The Speaker, Alban Sumano Bagbin, warned that the Electoral Commission will be on its own if it's seen as pushing the agenda of someone. So if the Electoral Commission does its work properly,
9: we are then enabled to pass the law. Electoral Commission doesn't pass laws. Laws are passed by Parliament. So they should take note. This is a very important occasion. That's why I'm saying all this. They should make sure that they listen to the good people of Ghana and do what is right and will support them. We even go out of our way to source for resources to empower them to do what is right. But if they think they are for any other person's agenda, parliament will not be with them.
4: The Northern Regional Minister Shani Hassan Shaibu said with the negative impact of election-related violence, There was the need for political actors to be cautious when beating war drums prior to elections.
17: Election-related violence cannot be taken for granted. No matter when and where it happens, election-related violence, be it before, during, and after elections, has a negative impact on the electoral process and the democratization of our country. Election violence leads to the destruction of economic infrastructure and scares away much-needed foreign investment. Once a country is engulfed in violence, not only will investors shy away from the country, but those already in the country are most likely to relocate to safer environments. Even the possibility that a pending election it is likely to turn violent can influence potential investors to adopt a wait and see attitude. Possibly to invest only after peaceful elections are over. The
4: Vice Chancellor for the University of Development Studies, Professor Said Walhassan, said the UDS has established a research fund with a seed money of ten thousand US dollars to undertake research.
15: Honorable Mr. Speaker, the fund aims at promoting research work in various fields, including basic and applied sciences, social science and humanities, as well as the health sciences. How much is the fund? Ladies and gentlemen, I am very happy to announce to you That with all the checks we have done, the university is starting with a 100,000 U.S. dollar research
3: fund. This is Stojo Nishprime. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with showbiz. Do stay.
12: TV.
8: Tell me, um,
4: you are an economist, you should be in what the, the, the fintech business or trying to yeah. uh, come up with a company that is more interested in how
8: people would make more money. Of course.
9: But why the
8: diversity? Why did you diverse?
1: Ah, well, before I even sold e-bikes, I sold toilets. So I've always been doing businesses that have a social element to them. Um, but how do you take something that everybody needs or that people value and break it down for it to be affordable and get it to the people who need it most?
4: Tech TV is proudly brought to you by Liqui Moly, your number one car products.
1: Investment Limited.
3: All right, welcome back. Let's do showbiz now, and the queen of it—you uh, know what I mean. Uh, Becky, Becky is here. Hi, Becky. How you doing?
14: I'm all right. oh, it's a Friday night. It's you a know? beautiful Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God mm. it's Friday. Mm. I just came on Monday.
1: Yeah.
14: I just had an accent on Monday. Yeah, now and you're it's gone. It, Yeah, and yeah. it's Friday, and I'm thinking, where did the accent go? It's not
3: made for you, you know.
14: <laughs> but it's a beautiful day, and mm-hmm. it's a beautiful evening to talk about a new movie that you should expect. Okay. Uh, on the 6th of March, it's called Ever. Uh, what's interesting about this movie is that it highlights the impact of domestic violence and how to keep it in our society. We spoke to some of the cast of uh, this particular movie that you should be expecting on the 7th of March.
13: It's the money you gave me for the trip.
1: It's supposed to be... Even.
13: This film is important because it tells the story of many women, and men even, in difficult abusive relationships. We often see and hear on social media about women who have been battered, women who have been killed, murdered, women who have lost their lives, children who have been abused so bad with broken skin and you wonder whoa, is this real is this happening yes it's real it's happening few of them get recorded on social media by your colleagues at work your friends the lovely people on social media who are always smiling are probably suffering in their homes and cannot talk about it don't think people will believe them or feel like they have nowhere to go, or that it is
0: because of something they have done that the abuse is being meted out to them? Um, Personally, I have not gone through that, but I know so many people who have, um, some too close in family, and I believe strongly that this would really provoke that culture of silence that we're mostly caught in and people and I mean of course as I said this is not just something that addresses the corporates and victims involved but how the system as a whole deals with you know this issue I'd say that look any woman who goes for to make a report means that she's at the very edge Um, she's held back, she's gone through layers of how to deal with it Um, um, you know, thinking about how society will react to it, thinking about um, what will happen to um, her loved ones and all that and and these are layers that they go through Uh, every now and then we hear of people in the news, uh, somebody butchering the wife and all that and we think, look it shouldn't come to that we can eradicate it totally but at least we can let it be in the barest minimum
13: a lot of the times when you talk domestic violence, people are only thinking of, yes, somebody beating someone. What we have tried to do with this is not to glorify abuse, but to tell it in such a way that you can see, so that somebody on the outside who may not necessarily know, let's say, if somebody is being abused, just because they've not spoken out poorly about it, how would you notice that someone is being abused? And then secondly, a lot of people always say, oh, why didn't you leave? Why you should have left. Why are you still there? There's a lot of layers to a person and why sometimes people stay longer in something. I always say the level of knowledge you have plays a great deal of role in you deciding to stay longer. Or, and sometimes there are other things that keep you in place, like children, like family, like like you feeling like you're going to go backwards and start from scratch. The fear, there's so many things. So the story um, seeks to address some of these things, to let people see that it's not as easy as you think, oh, just get up and leave. It's not that easy.
14: it's a mm. laudable idea. Uh, domestic violence is something mm. that I, uh, we should throw yeah. more light on, highlight it, and the impact and the
3: effect it has on uh,
14: women, children, yeah. also men. Mm. Yeah.
3: But, but I mean, why would a man decide to beat the no. wife? And that's the way I saw, and I saw not just it being depicted. You see, the is,
14: problem is that not just women, women beating so, yeah, men, they and they we don't other. talk about yeah. this enough. So, so I, I, mean,
3: I, to, to, I was saying to myself that, I mean, how would any man or woman decide to more treat the spouse in in that way such that your spouse might be thinking of killing him or herself
14: yeah i mean how i think bottom line what we're Mm. supposed to be doing is to be spreading more love and have more conversations Mm. we've bottled up things in our hearts and that's too much going on with us, and so we have to learn how to spread more love mm. and more love. That's why the next story is about to talk about love. We're talking about love classics. I want you to fall in love at least before Valentine's Day, and so we're giving you love classics. Ajete Anand actually picked out the movie that you should be looking out for this month of love.
0: Wow, that's a tough one. Probably Pretty Woman. If, if it's not Ghanaian, then Pretty Woman is the worst thing. If it's Ghanaian, then it will be probably perfect picture.
13: I'm not a big fan of weddings, but you, my dear friend, make it worth every
14: This April, Three Friends will take you on a journey about love, laughs, and lies. Productions presents a heartwarming romantic comedy that brings back fairy tales. Jackie Appiah, Lydia Forson, Na Ashoko Men Ajite Anan, Nana Kwameo Seisabong,
4: Chris Atto, and Introducing KSM, The Perfect Picture.
14: Perfect picture is still, I think 10 years on, is on Netflix. You can just go out there, watch it, fall in love all over again. Grace, before we go, we have a playlist update, and it's also about love. And mm-hmm. one of uh, the gentlemen that has well, that's giving us, you know, uh, love songs over the years, Kwabna, Kwabna, he's got this one. He calls it Afraid to Lose You.
9: can I let you go, baby?
17: I'm gonna call my darling, yeah. So I'm stuck with you forever they wait.
1: I'm not Yes, i you. I'm afraid to
2: love. You. I love
10: you to love me. Baby. I'm
9: afraid to know
14: don't me yeah. Please, Derek. Uh, I love you. Uh
3: uh. I've
14: fallen in love. I think what? I love Derek. Derek. Yeah. Yeah. That I'll, I'll, like,
3: I'll support you he, And he's a very, very he's a romantic very, guy.
14: Yeah, very yeah. romantic guy he's, he's a
3: loving person And really. he's
14: Christian enough Exactly, so, so you
3: know. he will pray for you We
14: pray, yeah. then yeah. we love Derry. Ah. Well, for those of you who don't know Derry, He's actually the director
3: Yeah, but I, mean, I love how you put it Derek. You pray, and then and you we love Ah, I'm right. right. I, mean, I, I, I can hear you say It's a wrap it's,
14: it's a wrap rap. Yeah. Oh, Thank you very much Thank bro. you for watching the news Remember to brush your teeth uh, Day and night with Pepsodent Because every smile Matters <laughs> <laughs> I'm so in love
4: Please right. spread the
14: love Because love is is what we need and we're spreading the love here on joy
3: okay. <laughs> all right thank you very much jackie uh well no my name yeah. is not Jackie. Oh, oh sorry did i ever did i say that yeah you becky, did. forgive me i'm becky um well there's this guy in Takwa. he's called engineer edu and he, he works with engineers and Planets. he says he loves you oh well, engineers and Planets, yes so on that note we say thank you for being a part of us there's more news on my-
0: los mejores viajes